What's up, guys? I haven't eaten yet. I should do that. Uh, this is The Last Coffee House, and we are talking about something relatively short. This is about the border crisis and appropriating political narratives. So virtually everything that has to do with immigration and the discussion around immigration right now is absolutely ludicrous, and it's probably a major issue that is driving people away from whatever the Democratic Party is now, because it seems so not just counterintuitive, but nonsensical and plainly stupid. <laughs> So, but this is a particular, we're zooming in here on uh, this whole idea of there being a crisis at the border. Now, initially, the usage of this framing about there being a crisis at the border was by Trump himself. He was talking about how illegals coming over the border was the crisis. So he's trying to, he's trying to establish an emergency, a crisis, by saying that there are so many people coming over the border that this is imminent, we have to take care of it, that's why we need a wall. You know, valid or not, whether it was actually a legitimate impending crisis that justified the use of potentially extra constitutional <laughs> measures to be able to take care of it. So that's not the issue. But the the issue is that that's the initial framing of what the crisis was, is people coming over the border. So what what's the crisis now? What's the talk about crisis now? It's about the, the cells, the holding cells. It's not about illegal crossings anymore. It was a, a political appropriation of a narrative that was used that completely works. <laughs> Nobody talks about the crisis being people coming over the border anymore. I mean, obviously I use that hyperbolically, I'm talking about it, and, and I'm sure other people talk about it, <laughs> but in the news, this is something they dove onto, especially the MSM, said that, okay, now the new crisis, and I've heard legitimately intelligent people, as far as I thought, actually talk about this, where they, they completely just have these categories that they attach to Donald Trump with no nuance whatsoever, and just say, look, bad, orange bad. And this is one of those that it's just like they're being held in cells and ripped away from family members and all this without any even interest in what they're actually saying or what it actually means or what's actually happening or whether it's actually a problem or what needs to be done or what caused it or anything like that. None of that has any interest whatsoever. It is shocking. But like I've said, this is a political narrative that was appropriated. The crisis idea was appropriated by the Democratic Party. It was a political strategy to get this narrative to flow in a different direction. So they didn't have to worry about, uh, they could get across the whole idea of people, illegals crossing the border being a crisis or an emergency. It's shocking. And AOC comes out with her concentration camps remark, and then Ilan Omar, she supported it in the same way that AOC did, where it said that, No, but by concentration camp, I admit the most innocuous kind of concentration camp you can you could say. Uh, Omar said, well, they are camps and they are being concentrated there. <laughs> Like, ah, oh, it's so ridiculous. It'd be like if, you know, a bunch of kids are playing card games and look, <laughs> you know, they're out in the woods in tents and they're playing card games. It's a concentration camp. They, they played that concentration game and they're camping, therefore it's a concentration camp. They know what they're doing. They know that they're trying to invoke the idea of the worst thing in history and attribute that to the current president so they can get some political points and motivate their base and all this other. Stuff. I saw people in comments and on Twitter. I hate Twitter. I hate saying the word Twitter anymore. But I saw people who were defending this and saying that, who was it? It was like Rebecca Watson or somebody? She's got bright red hair, was wearing a 
bright yellow shirt. But she was like, we can't get into the semantics of this. They're arguing over semantics. The whole point was to make that connection. That was the whole point for AOC to say it was to make that connection. It's not semantics. It was, it was the whole point that she brought that up to make the connection between those things. And she's saying that it's the Republicans and everybody who's critical of AOC who are the ones who are taking it out of context or, or missing the point of it by saying that using concentration camps is a problem. And then she went on to say all sorts of completely unverified things about how they're being treated on the border. Oh, by the way, <laughs> so, oh wait, first, so, and then AOC called Pelosi racist. I love this infighting. It's hilarious that, and then her chief of staff said something about, you might not be racist personally, <laughs> Pelosi, but you're doing things to help the racist system or some nonsense like that. And he got eviscerated. I, I don't know what percentage of people who actually saw that actually eviscerated him. I wish we could tell that so we have a better idea because every time it's just 12 people on Twitter doing anything, it's blown up and said, oh my gosh, the Twitterverse is going nuts about this. But anyway, he was pretty soundly handed his ass for having said this kind of a thing. Um, but it was most, it was like, it was other Democrats, I can't even, who were saying, that in like this reverse wokeness <laughs> like battling wokenesses <laughs> can't stand this. Uh, so it was, it was funny, but okay. So another idea, obviously you don't want to make <laughs> the detention centers club med. You don't want to make them. You don't want to have like round the clock massage parlors and ice cream and everything that's going to incentivize illegal conduct. Why would you do that? That's so stupid. It's just like sanctuary cities and, and all that and then they whine about homeless problems and, and the, the problems of <laughs> illegal immigrants not wanting to report crimes or not having uh, medical insurance and they want to respond to that by giving them medical insurance and, and integrating them more instead of stopping illegal immigration. <laughs> What nonsense. So give them more incentive to show up. Just keep giving them more incentives to show up. Why would you do that? That's the dumbest thing, but specifically as it comes to detention centers, why would you want to make them better and better and better so that people are more incentivized to come here so they can get education and new clothes and all sorts of other stuff? And why would you do that? That's so stupid. And then the, the separation policy itself. So this, of course, was the like crux of the crisis. They're separating children and parents. And there was just, uh, who was it? It was the head of something. Um, but he was just questioned by AOC. It was like yesterday I, I saw this. He was just questioned by AOC and he was like, if a parent is, you know, arrested for a robbery or something like that, we don't grab the kids and take them with us to prison. That's not how it works. That would be terrible. And obviously there are multiple levels of this because, okay, number one, the separation policy itself. When did it start? Who started it? I saw another article where uh, I forget which publication it was, but they used pictures from the Obama presidency for children in a cage who were sleeping on mattresses on the ground and they were trying to attribute that to Trump and they they <laughs> took that picture down after they were called out for it and put up another picture that was from the Obama administration. I mean, this is truly clown world. I don't have a dog in these fights. I mean, I would come down on a particular side that I think was best for the country, but it's not a personal issue for me. I don't give it anything one way or the other, but correct is correct and communication is the most important thing when it comes to determining what the correct answer to a question is. This is not communication. This is BS. This is complete nonsense. And not only do they suck at communicating, but they 
they go traipsing down this road of maybe we need to curb free speech a little bit too. Are you kidding me? But when it comes to the policy, there's a difference between creating the policy and enforcing an existing policy. This policy was already on the books. As far as everything that I can tell, it was already there. It was just increased enforcement of a policy. I think I said it before or wrote it somewhere or something like that, that what if we did that with other crimes that we just decided that we're only going to enforce these occasionally? Like we're going to let 75% of bank robbers just go ahead and do what they do and 25% we're going to enforce. What are you talking about? If you want to change the law, change the law, but that's not even a discussion where, okay, well, we need to change the laws to make it easier for people to get in the country. That's not even what it is. It's lawlessness is fine. We need to encourage lawlessness, but I legitimately don't, I just don't know. I don't know. And I, I looked at what was it, PolitiFact or something like that. And they talked about how, uh, Trump said that Obama built the cages and he said that they were already there from the Obama era. And yes, absolutely. Obama did <laughs> build the cages. There are pictures of these things. He actually held children in, um, ill-equipped facilities uh, that were built in a, in McAllen, Texas. Sorry, I'm looking through my notes and I, I have to parse through it. So in PolitiFact, they actually said, okay, yes, Trump has a point in saying that Obama built the cages. He did in McAllen, Texas. He built some of these facilities that were completely ill-equipped. Some were temporary, but uh, the one in McAllen, Texas that is used now was actually one built by Obama. Not only that, but Obama explicitly said that our laws need to be respected and that people illegally entering the country need to be removed and they need to follow the law and go through ports of entry and and I know oh that was another part of the whole back and forth with AOC is she said something about refugees are not criminals and uh, the guy responded with they're not criminals if they go through ports of entry that's how they get into this country <laughs> It's just like, so like I said, when it comes to immigration, it's absolutely clown world. There's no way that both parties shouldn't be on the same page of law first, period, done, full stop. We have to enforce the law. Beyond that, we can change the laws if we want. So let's argue about changing the laws, making it easier, getting more people from Mexico and Central America and South America because of the humanitarian crises uh, going on there or whatever, or making the system more equipped, better equipped to be able to process them faster or something so they don't have to wait in these detention centers for an extended period of time. Those are legitimate conversations to be had. This is not a legitimate conversation. This is political nonsense initially saying that, you know, the wall is racist, that it's such an evil thing, uh, just an attempt to enforce our laws that are on the books, that enforcing the law when it comes to not putting children with their parents in holding cells for having engaged in illegal activity. <laughs> Just that kind of a thing. Policy already existed. It's not, it was, there was no outcry whatsoever under Obama. And now there's complete, it's being compared to the worst thing in history now. So it's absolute nonsense. If you want to improve the situation for people who are entering this country, stem illegal immigration first, enforce the laws, and change laws as necessary so that facilities aren't overwhelmed, so that you can better monitor and better manage the influx of people coming in, especially people who who are coming through legal ports of entry. Do it that way. Don't encourage illegal immigration by providing incentives, like in California, giving them health care or saying that the detention facilities need to be the Hilton. You, you just, that's such a terrible idea. But anyway, to anybody who thinks with any clarity on this issue, who can be reasonable and thoughtful about these things, this shouldn't even be a dispute. Like this shouldn't be something that we have to talk about. But here we are in clown world. Okay, thank you. That was the last Coffee House. Bye.